Alright guys, the podcast community, I'm back. It's your boy, G-G-G-G-G. No, I'm playing. It's, uh, yeah, it's Jason Gnarly, and I'm back, and I'm about to go crazy on this podcast. Your boy's out here. We're also recording the YouTube video. I'm probably doing too much. I'm probably doing too much. I'm all alone in the studio. I don't have any help, but uh, I got a fly-ass uh, Nike jacket on, and my window's opened. The sun's came down, uh, has come down. The sun came down. The sun has come down to a very lovely point in the day, and I feel like I just got to go all out right now. The uh, camera is picking up my beautiful skin so perfectly, I got to go all out on this motherfucking microphone right now. Sorry for cursing. Kids, I'm sorry for cursing. Anyway, without further ado, we're going to get into the real intro, which will also be the YouTube intro. That's why I'm doing this secret podcast intro right now, uh, just so I can properly record the YouTube intro all on point. Anyway, let's get into it. Five, four, three, Yo, 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 what's poppin' everybody? You are tuning in with your boy, Jason Gnarly, and this is the Hip Hop Gnarly Podcast, YouTube, and Mother Effin' Podcast. You can get on all the podcast platforms from Apple Podcasting all the way down to the to the uh, very, very secretive Anchor Podcast. I don't know how many people are exclusively listening on Anchor, but if you are exclusively listening on Anchor, Shout out to you because I don't think a lot of people are doing that. Anyway, I'm sipping on uh, Anchor beer right now. So, yeah, no pun intended. I completely forgot this was the beer I'm sipping on. But let's get right into it. We're grinding hard right now. We have a lot on our plate. We have to talk about a lot of albums. First of all, we're back. We haven't been back for quite some time, so if you're checking your boy out right now and you're wondering where I've been, I'm back. I'm consistently going to be back right now, but let's not even talk about that because if I don't stay consistent and you guys check me in three weeks, you're like, yo, he ain't even been back really. He just came back for one episode. I'm going to look mad goofy. So let's just say I'm here today and tomorrow's tomorrow. Something might pop off, dog. I might get a million dollar um, deal to uh, pick my nose tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in the world of uh, real, you know, uh, what do they call it? The IRL? Yeah, in real life. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in that mother effer, but if uh, something pops off, very, very fortunate for your, your boy, yes, me, I will never be back here. I will be uh, on the, you know, the Bahamas sip margaritas in Jamaica, Bahamas, sipping Casamigos with the homies, yeah, you know me, I'm little gnarly, I don't like to work a lot, I just like to chill and kick it, yeah, that's your boy, anyway, I'm out here wilding, you already know what's popping, Anchor Beer is the way to go, if you guys haven't tried these yet, they didn't sponsor me, this is not because they sponsor me, I'm just loving the taste right now. And uh, let's get back to this fly Nike jacket. First time I'm wearing this. Let me see. Did I pop the tag? 
I did pop the tag. I already popped the tag, which is embarrassing. I wanted to pop it on camera, but your boy forgot. Anyway. Cheers. We're sipping early today. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We got two major records to talk about. We're going to talk about the Little Dirk, the voice record, and the new Rich the Kid, Lucky 7. Then we're going to go with some more classic hip-hop projects that have... Uh, just came out. One of them is the Ancestors Sounds from Mad Lib. Amazing beat tape right there. And the next one we're going to talk about, guys, is let's get into it. Does anyone know what it is? Does anyone know what I'm thinking about? Sage, uh, his name is Navy Blue in his Song of Sage. Let's get into these projects. So there's four projects. Two, you can say, are very, very poppy hip-hop. Very big records. Very of the time. And two are kind of on the underground, on the come up, in their own lane. So, as I said, let's get into it without further ado. This is the Gnarly Hip Hop Podcast. And this is the Jason Gnarly, Gnarly Media YouTube channel. And your boy is checking in on both simultaneously, not playing any games. Yeah, I'm stoned as I want to be out here. What am I smoking on right now? I think I'm going to be smoking on the Dosey Dough because it's got a nice little light high for the day. I don't want to go too crazy and smoke this legend OG that I got and fall asleep during this podcast. Um, but I might frick around and smoke some of the Zookies, the Zookies, the Zaza, what the kids have been talking about. Yeah, it's some good smoke. I got a good Zookies. I know there's a lot of fake Zaza out there right now and a lot of fake um, uh, outdoor um, uh, maybe Zaza, but it doesn't compare to anything that was, you know, cooked, uh, grown, uh, laboratorily um, established, if you must, in a laboratory compared to something that was grown outside. You know, we're, we're sticking to the laboratory stuff here in LA. That's what we like to smoke. Very, very good, kind buds. I don't care if this was grown uh, in the sun in your backyard with no no pesticides. That's cool for you, bud, but not uh, doesn't do nothing for me. It's not going to get me high. It's not going to be good for me to smoke anyway. You guys, I'm out here, your boy's out here, the highest podcaster, highest YouTube hip-hop channel vlogger guy in the game. If anyone else is playing with this podcast and not acting like I'm the hottest cat in the game, screw you. Let's go. Alright, now that I uh, turned off the YouTube recording, I'm going to calmly turn off my podcast recording because I know you guys love me a lot harder than my youtube fans and let's just get into it man we're gonna talk like i said about these projects we're gonna break it all down um yeah let's get into it come on all right dudes that was the sound of me smoking a freaking bowl of pot and i went with the dosi Dosi is good to my soul, bro. I gotta just say that. It's good to my soul, bro. 
The dosi is good to my soli. Alright, now I'm going a little too uh, far left right now. I'm going a little too high boy in the corner. Don't talk to me style. Listen, it's not about that. We're talking about hip hop on this podcast. But what we need to break down before all of that is where I've been. Jason, Gnarly, where have you been? Alright, alright, let me break it down. Before I took a break from TikTok three weeks ago. I took a major break from podcasting because I was overwhelmed with the TikToking. I let the TikToking take control of everything. It was like 10 videos a day, nonstop, every day, grinding it out, working, trying to get a million views. The podcast never really gets more than, let's be honest, I think my most viewed podcast is like 5,000 views. I can do that in an hour with freaking TikTok, but... It's not easy. I'm not going to lie. I've gotten millions of views on certain videos on TikTok. And that all um, contributes to chasing a high of, you know, trying to get mad views. So with that being said, I neglected the the pod. I neglected the freaking pod. And I'm not proud of it. But I neglected the pod. And I have to be honest. So, um... You guys have been rocking with me for quite a while. If you're still here and you're still happy that I'm continuing the pod and I haven't stopped 100% entirely, then I think we can all celebrate because the pod is still here. And just because the boy got a little busy and uh, neglected the pod, he didn't drop the pod. He didn't, you know, sell the pod. He didn't trade the pot off for some doobies and a and a beer at your local um you know liquor store. He didn't do that. He freaking just kept it on the DL and uh, he's back. So with all that being said, this is the exclusive pod talk. No other platform is getting this, guys. If you're listening to this on freaking pod and you're watching it the next day on freaking YouTube and you're like, wait, I showed it to the homies, but I didn't hear the freaking pod talk situation. It's because it was an exclusive for the pod, okay? So it's not going to be on the tube. Anyway, without further ado, we're going to get into this YouTube situation of the uh, day, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna break down some things on the uh, on the video along with. Uh, we're we're about to get into the albums. Give me five more minutes, I would say max, and we're getting into album talk. So, guys, if you can just hang with me. Let's get it. We're not uh we're not stopping. All right. 5 4 3. We're pushing record on YouTube now. All right, guys. So, I was just potting exclusive pod talk. If you guys don't have the podcast um and you're just watching this on YouTube, you're missing out on exclusivity. So, go get the freaking podcast. No more talk about that. But I was letting them know where I've been and I said that TikTok has been taking up all my creative time. I stopped working on everything else just for TikTok. But enough of that. We're not going to talk about any of that. We're going to take a swig of this old anchor right here. You gotta love that. That is a great beer. And we're gonna get into these albums. The first album we're gonna talk about today is... I hate to do it. I hate to do it to him. Lil Durk, The Voice Deluxe Project. Alright, this project came out... I felt like a minute ago, but the Deluxe Project just dropped again. And they're like keeping it at the top of Spotify, new releases. 
and I think it just deserves a little bit of talk. So I'm, I'm going to get into it. I mean, I haven't uh, talked about this record yet. It is a uh, 2021 record, so you know I think it deserves a little talk. Even though I feel like it's an old record at this point, we're going to get into it. The Voice. Little Dirk. What has held Little Dirk back from being one of the top dogs in the new auto-tune slash, what would you call this um, style of of music here? Uh, the new auto-tune, young thug. He's a young thug, baby. Let's not get that effed up. He's definitely a young thug, baby. He had chance to, uh, you know, be more of his own artist at one point. But let's be honest, Little Dirk has has completely uh, fell under the the um, the wing. Do you call it the wing? He fell under the um, you know the the umbrella of the young thug. Yes, the umbrella. So. That's just my opinion. I'm not going to be knocking Lil Durk just to knock him. I actually was really enjoying Lil Durk's projects previous to this one. This one is okay. I'm not going to knock it, but it's just not um, all there. I was like the Because uh, Y'all Waited too. I was really liking the Because Y'all Waited joints personally. Um, anyway, let's get into this. The Voice. King Vaughn just passed away. The voice drops right after that. I feel like I might be wrong. It might have been right before. But um, let's actually double check that. Yeah, the voice came right after King Vaughn passed away. Uh, and it was in 2020 when this one dropped. Now, everything's been moving so fast. I can't give you an exact date when King Vaughn passed away. Sue me, kill me, hate me. I don't know what to say. I'm just going to be honest and say that... Um, he was trying to ride the wave, and I don't want to talk smack, but he was definitely trying to ride the wave, I felt like, of the um, King Vaughn passing. He was definitely trying to capitalize, in a sense, off of the passing. Now, I'm not trying to talk smack. I'm not trying to talk shh about Lil Durk. But I just got to be honest. It seemed to me like he was trying to capitalize on the passing of King Vaughn. Now, this project is super, super long. That is because, like I said, it's the deluxe project to the voice regular. So this one, though, here is an hour and 12 minutes long, and it is just a little bit too long, if you ask me. The first voice was 41 minutes long, and I got to be honest, that felt a little long to me. Um, after rocking this album all the way through, I got to say, I feel like Little Dirk missed the bus he missed the bus of the uh young thug coattail i don't know why and i might be wrong but i just feel like he's it's just a little uh what do they say uh too little too late that's what i just feel like he's never really stood out uh king vaughn to me was kind of better than little dirk um not musically not that he had a, a better um, cadence or a better flow than Little Dirk, but he was definitely a better storyteller. 
I don't think anyone can deny that. And uh, after listening to this project two times, I was like, uh, Pooh Shiesty really stands out to me on this record. Um, and that kind of shows you that that flow is, um, you know, the Pooh Shiesty flow is more of a, um, an, I would say, hmm, I just burped if you guys didn't hear that. But anyway, it's a more um, unorthodox flow. It's more of a, a off-the-top freestyle kind of flow. And that's kind of what's hotter right now. Um, even though you can tell, I'm sure Lil Durk's not writing a lot of these lyrics. He's just jumping in the booth. But it's that sing-songy melody kind of, uh, you know, um, auto-tune um young thug copy i hate to say it but that's just what i feel like and and that's personally why i feel like he never really um popped off because he fell under the umbrella of young thug and it feels like now would be a very good time for him to uh take off and shine and to really um take it to the next level that uh, Dirk never took it to. But unfortunately, it just seems like this style is kind of boring now. We've heard it too much. There's too many artists that do this, uh, you know, auto-tune, high pitch. Um, there's a few songs on here to me that were straight comedy too. Um, the intro when he when he's screaming the voice, the voice, I'm the voice. I'm like, oh my God, that sounds horrible. Um... Anyway, I'm not trying to knock Lil Durk just to knock him, but it the what the, this project's just like something personally you would listen to and then just probably n never want to listen to again. Like you listen to it once, you're good. Now we got a deluxe version so we can go back and listen to those songs, you know, again, but I personally don't know if I will ever go back and listen to this a third time. Now, I have to be honest. How long did I listen to this? This this the first time the voice came out. I played it once. It was it was nothing I wanted to play back. I hate to say that, but it was just like I was good after that. And now the deluxe version comes out, and I listened to it twice because I wanted to do this podcast about it. But uh, I just feel underwhelmed. I just feel like, um, yeah, like. Lil Durk's telling me all these stories that don't really add up. It's just random stuff that happened to him back in the day. This person was shooting. That person was like, it's just a bunch of random, uh, uh like occurrences that are all wrapped up into like songs. It's like, and then the the, the don't get me uh don't get me going on these uh these female songs every freaking day. Oh, that was that was atrocious to me. I, I think you have to be a female to listen to that. And then, uh, I don't know, I couldn't do that one either. It's just like, you know, those songs are like, you have to be uh, a female, probably under the age of 25 to really dig these records. Anyway, I might just be talking shit and I might just be jaded on hip hop. I'm not gonna lie. I have not been uh, finding too many hip hop records that I've been digging as of recent but let's get into the next one you guys already know what time it is it is your boy jason Narlene. and if you guys are falling asleep or changing the channel hold up because i'm about to say some crazy shit about rich the kid let's get it all right guys so let's get into it let's keep it moving um yeah that uh do, -si -do is 
Magnificento. It's very nice to smoke. Let me tell you guys something. Very good. Okay. Before we get into the Rich the Kid album and talk about whether Rich the Kid has to make a splash right now or he's done. Whether we get into all the beef with him and Jay Critch and how he, in my opinion, has turned into the boss CEO that he should be. Before we get into all that, let's get into this Mad Lib project. Wow. Madlib is out here probably taking the crown for the best producer in the mother effing game right now. No question. There is pretty much no question when it comes to his production skill. Now, um, this is a 15-song album, beat tape. And it's called Sound Ancestors. Sound Ancestors. And it is just amazing. From the beginning to the end, I wish I could play it on this YouTube channel like I do on my podcast. But I know that the uh, YouTube algorithm will then flag the video and it will not be able to live up to its full potential. But this was a phenomenal, 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 phenomenal project. Guys, if you can get this project right now, please, please do it. The album, like I said, is called Sound Ancestors Mad Lib. Just from beginning till end, you will not want to stop playing it. Super relaxing, super amazing to sip a brew to or to smoke a bowl to and just kind of uh, let your day unwind to this album. I drove around to it today. I um, relaxed to it in the morning. Uh, I worked out to it a little bit earlier than that. And it was just, man, I can't praise this album enough. I uh, really, really enjoyed the sounds and just the way that it flowed. Um, Super, super, super easy listening. Very, very fun. Uh, The beat quality is through the roof. I um, just can't say enough good stuff about this album. I can't wait to uh, play it again. Like right now, just talking about it, I want to stop this, smoke a bowl, kick my... Damn, I I kicked the camera. Oh my God. Kick my feet back and, you know, just watch this. Listen to this. I mean, watch this. I don't want to... Yeah. Anyway, this has been uh, a very, very amazing, very amazing song, album, um, songs, album to listen to. It's just really, um, really amazed me. And uh, there's a lot of great songs on here. I don't even want to tell you, go listen to this one or go listen to that one. There's so many good songs on this project. It's just um, from front to back, you cannot freaking miss. There's no way you can miss if you play this album. So please go listen to it. I hope you will enjoy it as much as I did. That is the Mad Lib Sounds, or sorry, Sound Ancestors. Freaking amazing, 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 amazing project. Very, 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 very fun to listen to. Um, all right. 
we're we were gonna get into the sage. You know what? I'll go into the sage right now. I'm gonna go into the sage right now. Let's do it. We can't hold back any longer. Let's go. All right, for this next part, before we get into the grand finale about Rich the Kid, which is going to be a freaking grand finale, so don't click away from this video just yet because that's going to um, basically make your day. Let's be honest about this. It's, it's a serious grand finale. But before we get to that, we got to talk about one of my favorite albums of this year so far, it dropped in 2020, but it has really um, grown well with me. It has, um, there, it stood out to me. So let's just uh, talk about it. Let's break it down. It didn't come out yesterday. I'm not trying to say that. Like I said, it's 2020 album, but it has uh, grown with me um, respectfully and matured with me very well. So um, let's get into it. Navy Blue, Song of Sage, Post Panic. This is his sophomore offering, and I gotta give it to Navy Blue. Sage, this dude is a very, very, very complex kind of inner being, um, hard on my shoulder, um, kind of artist. He really lets you know the person that he is inside, which in my opinion is super, super dope. And um, it has a place now more than ever in hip hop. People are um, experiencing uh, or um, what's the proper word? They're experiencing or they're, I guess, experiencing their... Um, learning and studying spiritually spirituality more than ever so what what i was trying to say before is that um i'm sorry i'm a little drunk as you can tell but people have been um digging deeper into this topic for quite a while now so it only makes sense that with hip-hop we want to hear something uh, a little more intricate intricate we want to hear um you know not about you know the person that you you think you want to be but maybe the person that you need to be to make this whole planet a better place Anyway, I know it gets a little deep, but uh, I feel like this dude Sage, Navy Blue, has um, tapped in to a spiritual realm of his consciousness. Um, he's very four-dimensional with his raps. Um, he's definitely taking you back. Um, you, you get to realize quite quick after listening to the project with songs like Tired and Memory Lane, you get to realize right away that, you know, he's been through a lot and um, he has a lot to share with us and he wants to be a better person and um, it's all bleeding through his vocals and I think that he is a very, very conscious, very, very... Um, He's a very 
what do they call it? Um, synchronized. He's a very synchronized MC. I feel like the stories that he he's telling um, all serve a very very um, big purpose into the unfolding of the song of Sage, the story of Sage, the person that Navy Blue really is in the long run. And I think it's going to be very, very, very dope to um, keep listening to him, you know, keep him on the radio, radar, radar, see where he ends up uh, as an MC. And uh, I'm wishing him the best. Um, if he didn't, um, you know, I heard and read some reviews of people saying this is really good background music, but nothing standing out to me. Um, I think the best place that he stands out is in that kind of uh, background spot. And it's kind of, uh, you know, a, a missing place in hip hop, even though lo-fi is taking over, you know, there's a ton of lo-fi instrumental hip-hop inspired uh, producers out there that are making a buzz but not so many um, lo-fi hip-hop rappers that are killing it I would say and uh, Sage might be that dude that can bring the lo-fi hip-hop rap um, genre to the forefront he's definitely got something here it's got an earl sweatshirt vibe and i would say a new um underground hip-hop style that a lot of cats are tapping into um if you know what i'm talking about you know if you don't it's not a big deal i'm not trying to um you know get too deep with that but um i've heard a lot of cats tap into this kind of uh inner consciousness and it's dope to listen to uh someone as wise as sage break down uh some of the inner workings of his mind and um kind of share with us the thought process of a of a young man um dealing with you know father issues and different issues that he's personally going through i think he does a beautiful beautiful job and uh, what i was trying to say before was if he does nothing else for you with this project um we have to praise him for getting Yasim Bey on the album. I think that is tremendous that he was able to pull that off. Uh, if you guys do not know who Yasin Bey is, that is most deaf. And um, it's just something that doesn't happen often. You know, I looked up uh, Mos Def's last features last year, and I believe it was two. That was like a week or two ago when I looked it up. I should pull it up real quick, but I don't want to get thrown off topic. But I believe it was just Kanye West and the Freddie Gibbs thing. That was in uh, 2019. So this album coming out in 2020, at the end of 2020, I believe it's the only album that um, most deaf Yasin Bey is featured on and I think that is something um, that all of us can uh, appreciate Navy Blue for bringing to the table anyway if you guys have not listened to this project yet please do it Aunt Gary's Fried Chicken is a standout track to me definitely the record Breathe with Yasin Bey my man Animas produced that record and he freaking snapped on the production really um, just going crazy with the uh, sample digging. So you really, really got to appreciate that. Um, 
memory memory lane try uh tired sorry uh the intro record um post panic of course deep water blue 19 i'm sorry 1491 a lot of these records stood out to me i was really enjoying the project please go check this out let me know what you guys think and we're gonna get to the rich the kid stuff right now so this is when it's gonna get crazy let's get into it holla at your boy Damn, it's still recording, huh? All right, well, holla at your boy. All right, now, real quick, um, is Dad Piff back? I said it. I said it last year when Wiz Khalifa dropped two mixtapes on there. I said this has to be a strategic move. Something has to be going on with Dat Piff. Now you have Lil Wayne dropping his last um two um mixtapes it was the um he did the uh no ceilings part three and uh no ceilings b-side part three um on uh the freaking app and then tiger goes around and drops a mixtape on there so and all these mixtapes are exclusive to dat piff you cannot get them anywhere else Unless they've been uh, uploaded illegally or they're streaming somewhere else illegally, like maybe YouTube, I'm not sure. Maybe Dat Piff uploaded them to YouTube, but that's not the point. They're exclusive Dat Piff records, and I think that's big. I told you guys uh, six months ago, it's not a bad idea to start building a catalog, a repertoire. A repertoire with freaking Dat Piff and figure out how to get your projects on there and start working with them because something is going on over there. It's a good place to start as new artists. And look what's happening right now. That was me. I said that. Now, I'm not saying that it's 100% that it's the best place, but this means something. And I just wanted to point that out really quick. Let's get into the next segment. record on the podcast let's get to it because rich the kid has been under serious fire lately it started a year or so ago back when famous deck said yo I'm, I'm done with this dude rich the kid this dude is whack but everyone was like yo you know crackhead decks calm down no disrespect to dex but let's be honest that's what everyone was thinking so everyone was like yo dex is obviously um you know on one rich the kid is big boss ceo rich the kid and don't worry about him dex figure out how to stop smoking what's in your pipe anyway long story short it turns out jay critch is actually saying yo don't trust these label guys the rich the kid any of these freaking kids that are saying they're label owners, they're trash. They're worse than the labels. They're worse than the uh, white people owners of the labels. They're the worst of the worst of the worst. Do not sign with these guys. Rich the Kid gave me, you know, a box of freaking chicken wings and some coupons to in and out and I signed to him because I didn't have that at the time. And now look at me. He said, I, I'm balling out. I didn't need that shit. What the F is going on? And then Rich 
the kid jumped back on and said, I've been fighting for you since day one. How are you going to say that about me? I made sure he had this feature and that feature and he was here and he got this money. And then Jay Critch jumped back on and said, you forced yourself into those deals, you piece of poop. You never had nothing to do with none of that crap. And you've been ruining my whole life ever since you came into it. I should have thrown that box of chicken wings at your face. And it got very, very, very intense. The main point that I'm trying to make right now is Bridge the Kid is under some serious pressure to drop a fire project. And he just came out with Lucky 7. Now, I felt like if this project is a flop and it's trash, it's not good for Rich the Kid. But We've all seen what happened with Tyga. Anything can happen with these artists. So I would not count them out totally if this project is 100% garbaggio. I will still say there's potential that he could come back. But let's get into it. What do you guys think? Do you guys think I'm going to say the album is trash? Or do you think I'm going to say the album is hot fire? Let's get into it. Right off the rip. I'm not even going to pause it. I'm not even going to take a break. Right off the rip, I got to say, what happened to Rich the Kid? Did he shine out the Migos? Do you think that he did better than the Migos bringing out this label, Rich Forever, signing two pretty big artists, Famous Dex and Jake Rich? I would say both those guys are going to go on to have pretty healthy careers if, you know, Famous Dex can, you know, stay sober and uh, Jay Critch can just uh, stay out of trouble. I think they will both have very successful careers. So, he signed two artists. He stood up on his own with, I would say, very fire singles. Migos, unfortunately, and I'm going to call Rich the Kid the fourth Migo. Migos didn't do any of that by themselves. Now, by the, by, as a group, I would consider the group has... I would say that they have established themselves at a higher position than Rich the Kid. But as a solo, none of those guys in the Migos, in my opinion have stood up to Rich the Kid level. I gotta say that. Now, second thing I wanna bring to the table. Last week, I was feeling different. I was like, damn, Jay Critch saying Rich the Kid screwed him over. Man, you can't believe these cats when they're saying they're big bosses. They're not big bosses. They're shady. They're, they're crazy. But, I gotta be honest. After... Peeping game and realizing what is a boss supposed to do? What's a big boss CEO supposed to do? Is he supposed to baby his artists to make sure they all get the best deals? Or is he supposed to big red them? If you guys know that reference, that's from the five heartbeats. He's supposed to big red these guys and make sure that whenever they drop an album for the next 25 years, he gets a cut. I brought you into the game. You will be nothing without me. Jay Bum, famous crackhead, 
no disrespect. That's really that's really not cool of me. But let's be honest. That's how you might feel if you're rich to kid. You know, what is the CEO supposed to do? Hold your hand, make sure you've no. CEO big bosses are supposed to screw over their artists. That's what they do. That's what they do. Screw over every artist you've ever seen. Doesn't matter. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Shit on this fool. Shit on that fool. There's always another artist out there. You think I got time to cry about a goddamn rapper? No, I don't got time to cry about no rappers. You hearing what I'm saying right now? This is serious stuff. And I don't got no time to get mad about this. But I have to be 100% honest. Did Jay... I'm sorry... Yeah, Jay Critch, play himself. Did Rich the Kid do what he was supposed to do? And make a fool of Jay Critch. Yes, you're a bum. You signed to me. I'm a rapper. You're stupid. You, for the rest of your life, you'll be freaking paying me, you dummy. What did you think was going to happen? Huh? You signed for a box of freaking uh, of Pokemon cards. You signed for a box of freaking Pokemon cards and some freaking... Uh, freaking... Uh, uh, Desto dub weed, you signed for some Desto freaking trees, and now you want to cry about your label deal, bro? Do not cry about your label deal. This is Rich the Kid. He's been copping clothes from Desto Dub on in a bus on the street. This is not like uh, you're signing to a uh, Jimmy Fallon. I don't know who you thought you were signing to. Jimmy Iovine, Jimmy Fallon's the same motherfucker. They're both big people. You signed to this dude. He's treating you like a, a hoe. You're a bum. Let, let's be honest. You don't sign to uh, the homie. You think I would sign to my homie? I don't care what deal he got. You tell me, I'm signing the person you signed to. Don't tell me you're signing me. You're the homie. Unless he's been on for years and I'm a bum. Then yeah, I'm signing. I don't give a fuck. But don't cry about it. What are you doing? Anyway, does this project have to be fire? And if it's not fire, is Rich the Kid going to be trash forever? One question. Two, did he do what he was supposed to do? Is he the big boss CEO that he claimed to be? I would have to say yes. Three, Three is, is this pandemic totally screwing over Rich the Kid? Is Rich the Kid, you can hear the dogs barking in the background? That's what I'm dealing with right now. But come on, what was going on out there? Just the way I want it. Just the way I want to record. I'm going to go out this window and scream. If you don't shut the f- up at that dog, I'm going to go out there and throw this beer bottle at some, no, I'm just joking. I would never do that. Seriously, that's not cool. Not cool to even freaking joke about. But um, let's get back to this. Okay, so if this project is bad, is, is Rich the Kid done? I got to figure this out because, okay, is Rich the Kid, what was the last question? Has the pandemic been killing Rich the Kid? Let's be honest. He had big records before the pandemic. Rich the Kid is a club artist. These artists are meant for DJs to be spinning in clubs. And if the DJs aren't spinning these records at certain clubs, are the artists doing as good as they would be? Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I might be tripping with that one. 
Um, personally, I'm not sure. Anyway, let's get into it. Off the rip, I was feeling the project. I was like, yo, number one, two, and three, split laughing with the baby and money machine with sip tea. All fire, fire records. I was loving them. I was enjoying them. I was in the zone. But then... This boom boom came with Lil Mosey and I was like, yo, you can't just give the the project to Lil Mosey. Lil Mosey doesn't need the whole project to just do whatever he wants to do. He doesn't need that much, you know, he just needs a little verse and that's that. Hey! What I gotta do. Anyway, Lil Mosey shouldn't have done that with him. I mean, Rich the Kid came and actually did justice for the song in my opinion but it was too much Lil Mosey it's a hook from Lil Mosey a verse from Lil Mosey and just one verse from Rich the Kid so very uh very kind of average record for Rich the Kid then Wright comes on though and oh my god this record Wright was fire I thought not gonna go too crazy about it but it was okay and then unfortunately the last two records were very very underwhelming um, just didn't feel him. Hey, Jackson, stop. Jackson? Hey! People in my apartment complex looking at me crazy now, but I don't care. Plus... This is how I like to record. Stuff's going crazy. Stuff's popping off. But listen, too blessed with Quavo and Takeoff. Unfortunately, didn't really feel it. Uh, the hook from Quavo was fire. The uh, outro from Takeoff, the verse outro, was dope from Takeoff. Rest of the record wasn't really anything to uh, talk about. But Rich the Kid... I don't know if I could give this project anything over a 2.3 out of 5, but I think that he has potential still. I gotta say, I think he has potential still. After analyzing the Big Boss CEO moves that he did make, you're supposed to screw over these little artists. Of course, duh. What do you think uh, uh, Eazy-E did to Dr. Dre? He helped him? No, he still makes money off Dr. Dre probably. His son probably eats off Dr. Dre. Yeah, it's just supposed to happen. It's just sign to your best friend. I'm going to eat off you for the rest of my life. Don't sign to me unless you want me to eat off you for the rest of your life. Jason Gnarly Records. We're taking clients. Anyway, I'm off this. I'm, it's getting way too late. You see that the sun came down. It's all dark in here now. Anyway, I'm way too faded, way too high. Um, Anchor still still only drank this one beer, but but look. Look what I did. You know you you getting crazy when you do stuff like that. But anyway, I need to chill. I need to calm down. Hopefully this goes up and it looks good on YouTube. Uh, I feel like the podcast is always a win no matter what. Want to appreciate you guys for listening. Um, please hit me up on Twitter about anything you heard in this podcast or on the YouTube. That's at Jason Gnarly. I'm throwing up the peace sign in the middle finger, not... Some sort of gang signs. This is a peace sign in the middle finger. So don't screw with me, boys. I'm not trying to fight anyone out there, all right? Punks.